Good afternoon, Camp Davy Crockett. I'm Hayden. And I'm Zeph. And I'm Sean. And welcome to the Camp Davy Chronicles. Welcome to our newest special guest, Sean Sacconi, our assistant program director and camp historian. It's great to be here. That's true. This isn't even just a special guest. It's not? Nope, he's not special. He's not special. No. No. This is is the the guest I've been waiting for for over the last three hours. (laughs) That's a long time. That is true. I thought you were going to say like your whole life because I've waited for it. I think I've been waiting for this my whole life and just not knowing it. That is true. You know... Oh gosh! Um, I was teaching my archery class, and I was as I got closer and closer to this moment, I was just getting more and more excited. <laughs> and now we're here. We are finally here. The moment has arrived. Sean Sicconi is on our podcast. One of our first listeners. Yep, that's true. That is true. You know, we had talked about like in our second episode how he listened to a VPN um, and listened from Germany. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And now we know that we actually have had some real foreign listeners. That is true. Because Samuel, who worked on the World Jamboree staff, got some of his friends from there to listen to us. I don't know mm-hmm. if they listened for more than five minutes. <laughs> they might have been like, wow, these people are dumb, and then turned it off. But Well, for him, it sounded like most of them didn't speak English. <laughs> so I'm sure that would be well, a little tough. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Maybe maybe that's where we got the question that said, are you fluent in English? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Although, I mean, that would seem backwards because, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we do a whole entire episode where we speak Spanish. <laughs> no. But, so, for I think we need to address something before we actually get into this. Okay. Sean is um, really outgoing and, uh, <laughs> you know, loves to talk to people. Um, and so, this is going to be a hard episode for him. <laughs> so. He's fine. Well, yeah, that fits me to a T, of course. <laughs> We all love Sean. He does so much for this camp. Sean's amazing. He's the real program director. Oh, I I don't know about that. um, Even JD will tell you he doesn't do anything. Sean does all the work. That's true. They they literally made a position assistant program director for Sean. Yeah, and it fits him perfectly. Yeah, it really does. Like, this job was literally made for Sean, but if it wasn't made for Sean, it would still be made for Sean, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I remember my first couple years as uh, when he was, like, Scoutcraft director, like, his working here. Yeah. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, now I know... I remember, and so you, okay, okay, so you remember how we've had people on our staff this year who have been like, oh, you taught us this for this class, and it makes us, you know, feel weird. Okay, Sean taught me camping merit badge in 2016, so, you know. I had had pioneering with Sean. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember it specifically because he failed me. (laughs) What? Did I I do that? (laughs) Remember you had, like, kids make projects? Uh, yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. So I made a monkey bridge, but it fell apart when I brought it to you, and so you failed me because you said oh, I didn't no. make the the thing. Oh. Well, I cried yeah. about it for like thirty days. <laughs> did Did you get the merit badge? No, I didn't. Oh, never bothered. I, mean, I got it. I got it after. Like, I didn't oh, make no, it. Okay. But um, yeah. It sounds like you just did a bad job, Aiden. Are you sure this Probably. is? Are you sure this is me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no. This is a different Sean Sacconi. Yeah, no, I've held a grudge this whole time. <laughs> you never told me about this before. <laughs> well, we're clear in the air now. So anyway, we now need, I know oh, now we I need know. to talk about this week of camp, which has been Community Week, and That's this true. is something that we've never ever done before, and so it's been a little bit of a. Uh, yeah, we gotta a, find nice things. It's like, been a bit of a stressful experience for us because let's just say that it was not very well planned. 
That's true. Uh, so let's let's go into a, like a deep cons- conversation for a second. Yeah. So, um, with this week has definitely been stressful. Staff and uh, anybody that was here was not prepared to handle what we've been put, what situation we've been put into. Mm-hmm. I think now that we are towards the end of the week, because well, this is Friday, so I think now that we're towards the end of the week, staff knows what's going on, the kids know what's going on, and so it's been a lot better. But the, definitely the first two days, the first two nights were rough. Yes. Trying to get everybody settled because we had about 74 kids. Um, trying to get everybody settled in their campsites and get them, you know, to go to bed was was an interesting challenge, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But now we're down to like 32 kids and uh, it's gone great. Yeah. Well, Just because some of them went home early. Like we didn't, we didn't, yeah, yeah. we didn't yeah, lose no, any. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that definitely helped. Yes. Yeah. But uh, d- does everyone who's listening know what community week is? And I don't think, do. I don't think I even know still. Yeah. What well, community you're, week I'll, I'll try to define <laughs> okay. it as best that, I can by my knowledge. That'd be very so, helpful. I need, I need you all to imagine that if Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts were going to camp at the same time and there were like no adult leaders whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and also uh, it's mostly Cub Scouts. Right. Yes, mostly yeah. Cub Scouts. You know, a couple Boy Scout aged people and like maybe four adults. Four adults. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All all divided among them. And it's basically staff who are operating as both the people who are teaching the classes, the people who are the patrol leaders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just the staff is everybody. Yeah. Everybody else. This, yeah. So we've had to have some of our adult staff stay in the campsite with them as chaperones. Correct. Yeah, and it's been it's been very stressful on them too, especially that first night because none of the kids would go to bed. Right. There has definitely not been a break for any of the staff this week. Yeah, no. It, is, it has been stressful. Um, like this know, right now, recording the podcast is the longest break that I've had correct, so far yeah, this yeah. week. I know that most of staff is not thrilled about it and the idea of it next year, but hey, I think next year when it happens, we'll be better prepared for it because now that we've got one under our belt, we know kind of what's going on. We know how to better mm-hmm. prepare for it. And um, I think this year has definitely been an eye opener of what we can do, what we can expect of the kids and kind of different things like that. Definitely a lot more Cub Scout age kids anywhere because we were told anywhere from 8 to 18. And uh, we definitely got more of the, the 8, 10, 11. Wait, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, now that we're towards the end of the week, they're starting to behave and they're starting to realize, you know, stuff like that. And so it's been interesting. It, would, kinda, it would definitely yeah. be helpful if we had a lot more, like, adult chaperones. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that that's the, the main... The main thing that's made this extra stressful for us has been having all those extra duties as well. And yeah, yeah, if we were able to just kind of focus on our our program jobs and not have to, you know, watch them so closely, that would be helpful. Honestly, I'm just happy that because earlier in in the summer, I I heard all sorts of numbers of how many kids were going to get sent during community week. I heard numbers as high as like 400, 600, you know. It's well, how many did we get in the end? It was like 70, yeah, yeah about like 74. I yeah. think, yeah, no, if we'd have had 400, I don't think staff would still be here. No, I'm gonna be honest, we, this is we wouldn't have been, been able to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's it's worked out as well as it could have, I think. So yeah, um, just a, just a little bit of honesty on our side. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, how how it's been rough, but it, like I said, it's gotten better as we yeah, got. So I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like it's just terrible. Right. They're, they're it good kids. They're, yeah. Yes, it has not been a total disaster. I think it's just it's been stressful for us because we have hadn't had good planning for right. it, and, we, and yeah. we didn't know what to expect at all. Even even management didn't really know what to expect, right. and but. I will say that this week has been really good for the kids who have been here. Oh, yeah. And they've, they've absolutely loved it. Yeah. And the, the kids that have gone home have basically been homesick. That's yes. why they've gone home. Um, and the kids that are still here are like, because today's their last day. And, mm-hmm. like, I've had four or five kids come up and be like, I would never want to leave. And I'm like, good, you can stay here with me all summer for the rest <laughs> of your life. And they're like, yeah, maybe I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But I still, I'm glad that we've been able to help out a lot of these kids and yeah. help them have a good week. Yeah, I always love to have an impact on a kid's life. Because mm-hmm. that is a cool experience for me. So what has been, uh, what has been some of your favorite things that you have gotten to do this week? This week? Oh, man. So... I went into this with a different strategy than all the other staff. All the other staff kind of went in with, um, I'm going to be the older, bigger, more mature person and kind of scream and yell and kind of stuff like that. I have decided that I was going to take a different approach and become their friend. And I just I tried to remember every single kid's name. Oh, and yeah. it's definitely a lot easier now that we have only a few, 32 or so. Mm-hmm. But I have almost remembered all their names and I'm able to, like, I've got handshakes with some of these kids and it's just been great. Congratulations on uh, on all the name learning. Yeah, I don't I don't think that like you're the only one who tries to be their friend though. That might be a little harsh on. Oh, uh, well, course, like course, like pop chart. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it is. It's and this is true with scouts too. Sometimes where it's sometimes it's hard to find that balance between being the authority and being the friend. Correct, correct. But I think it's been sort of an extra challenge this week with the younger kids that we weren't prepared for. But yeah, definitely we've, we've been able to work it out. Pretty <laughs> but I've definitely enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. these kids, like I've been saying, now that we're towards the end of the week, they've been uh, more more better behaved. Yeah, sure. Hayden. Yeah, okay. we're all tired. And so, um, <laughs> so you been, keep repeating yeah. yourself. You said that like three times. Well, you know, like I said before, these kids were out of the room of the week. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't want this week to sound awful. No, so. it hasn't been awful. It's just been a lot of stress. John? What's your favorite thing that's happened this week? Favorite thing that's happened this week? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think some of the kids are, are real wonderful. Like, I, I, I've been with them. And, Sounded you know, really sarcastic. No, 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 no. I, I, was, I was quite serious. I, I, you know, I've been around a lot of these kids, and, you know, some of them are just really wonderful. We, I've especially been with them on the Eco History Tour yeah. with, with Zeph, you know. And uh, so, basically, we bring them in the museum. Then we bring them on, you know, the Eco Hike, and then... They go to the eco room, right mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, uh, I'm there at the first part in the in the museum, and you know that they're, they're actually. I didn't think they'd like it because you know they're most of them are not scouts. There's right. there's like a couple that they're like, oh yeah, I was here week three or something. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I don't remember you. <laughs> but um, you know, they really enjoyed it, and uh, they they were asking questions and stuff, and you know, it was just real great. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed this about Sean sometimes, Hayden, but he he does sometimes sound sarcastic when he's not. I don't yeah, know what it is, but <laughs> sometimes I don't sound like I'm sarcastic when I am. That's true. Sometimes it's hard. To I tell. can never tell with Sean. That's the problem. <laughs> but uh, well, let me tell you another thing about Sean because, like he said, he's been doing the eco history tour with me, and we start in the Scouting History Museum in the HQ that talks about camp history and scout history and all that stuff. Right. And like you said, you wouldn't expect them to be interested in that, really, but. 
I can't tell you what it is, but something about Sean is just magical and gets them to to listen and look at the things and be interested because I I don't think that I could get those kids to be interested in that stuff. But they walk in there and it's you can have the worst behaved kids in the camp and they'll go in there to the museum with Sean and he'll start look pointing at the stuff and telling them about it in his calm voice and they all shut up and listen. It's well, amazing. It's because he's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, now, now I've gotten older and been able to become his friend, or at least I think I have. Who knows? He probably still holds a grudge for my pioneering project. Um, but, you know, he's a terrifying person. I, I never thought that he was a scary that, person. That's news to me. <laughs> I, 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 I never heard anyone say that before. <laughs> See, that sounds <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> What's I'm going on? I'm so confused. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm, I'm giving up on that. Oh, man. It's my birthday today. It is. Oh, yeah. Sean, it happy is. birthday to Sean. I, even, I know. I even embarrassed him this morning. I had all the kids sing him happy birthday at breakfast. Yes. You really was, did. I was in the, the serving line serving breakfast, and I missed it. I was very sad. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so it's 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 not Sean's birthday when you're listening to this now. So uh, wish him a happy birthday. Wish him, wish him a belated happy birthday. Oh, oh boy! Yeah, in, in, in the comments. <laughs> if it gets, he leave a comment at, below. Yeah, happy will. birthday, Sean! Yeah, he will look at every single one of them, and say, <laughs> he will he will say thank you, and you will feel it in your heart. Uh, You're obligated, now, Sean. <laughs> now make sure you tell them how to spell your name. Oh, oh. For the comments. Well, well, won't it be on, like, the episode Oh, yeah, it will be on the episode title, of course. Oh, but still, we still want you to talk about this, because you're very passionate about your name. I guess you're obligated, though, to just spell it wrong anyway. Just, <laughs> just, just in the spirit of things, so, though. So. Yeah, guys, it's, I, might, I might just put this this way in the title of the episode. S-E-A-N. Oh, no, don't, don't do that. If, if, you, if you spell Sean S-E-A-N, that, that's, that means seam. Yep, I'm coming out here with my controversial opinions here. This is yeah, like, you yeah. know. It does. Yeah. It does. No, I had a kid this morning, and he, that's how he spelled it, and, like, actively <laughs> knew it was Sean and still called him that on accident. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, my, my, my gospel here is bringing up. Yeah. We had him in the Eco History Tour, too, and I told, I walked in and told Sean, hey, Sean, we've got a Sean here. He spells it S-E-A-N. And they almost fought each other. I was wow. like, no. Sean, <laughs> Sean gets passionate about things. <laughs> We're about to go to fisticuffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you spell, if, um, if you spell your name with a U, though, you're okay in my book, like though. Like S-H-A-U-N? Yeah, you're fine. Because you're S H A W N. Yes, yeah. Okay. If you if you do it that way, I'm cool with because both of those okay. are like in English that phonetically makes Sean. Yeah, S E A N would be seen, but that is the original spelling of the name. I don't that's acknowledge true. that spelling. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, they they put it on my name tag. Did they? Oh, they, they, they did. I've never worn my name tag all summer because I got it from Mike. And somehow, despite it never being in any documents, they spelled it's, it. Oh man, I have, I have, uh, Sean, I'm, I have to put it on the episode. Oh, I, I'll I show it to you after. No, this like I have can... to put it on the episode title, spelled S E A. Oh no, no. Maybe I can put like with quotation marks, like it's your nickname, like I did with Pop Time. Oh, okay. You go on right ahead. You know, Sean, 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 Sean Sicconi. So, what is your middle name? What is my middle name? Yeah. Do you if, if you're okay middle? with putting that out. No, you, you have to. Be <laughs> that, that's a secret. Oh. That, that is a secret. That's what I tell everybody. That's <laughs> Lewis. Lewis? Lewis. Oh. Is it? 
Yep. Who, I feel like there is someone here with a middle name Lewis. Yeah, my middle name is Lewis. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. yeah. When I do, see, I'm not scared, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we're going well, after that. Well, let me let me tell you my favorite thing that's happened this week. Okay. So yesterday, I don't think I told you about this yet because I wanted okay. to save it for the podcast. Yesterday, we also haven't like talked at all. Yeah, that's true because we've been so busy. Right. And we never talk to each other because we don't like each other. Yeah, no, obviously. Kidding. Um. I have had my coolest eco moment of the summer yesterday during insect study class. Now, I did not have to do with insects, but... Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned it to me, but you didn't tell me. Okay, did I tell you about it, Sean? No, this isn't even scout week anymore. I know, yeah, but I I had my coolest eco moment of the summer. So, I was in insect study. We're on the ecology porch, the front porch of the trading post. Uh And you know there's that little birdhouse next to it. And we have bluebirds in there. And we'll see them flying in and out during the classes sometimes. And we'll look at them. So all a blue jay? It's a bluebird. Okay, so it's not a blue jay. So it's a coffin. No. Way way down yonder? Oh, yeah, the blue jay song that coughs. Yeah. Yeah. The bluebird's like, it's got a blue back and kind of an orange belly or throat. Um, So... All of a sudden, oh, I'm in the middle of teaching, and I hear the bluebirds get really loud all of a sudden, and both of them are there, and they're flying in circles down to the ground. Okay. So I walk over there to the porch and see there's a rat snake that's oh. slithering up towards the the birdhouse pole, and it wants to get their nest, and they're defending it. Wow. And so they, they're dive-bombing the snake on the ground to try to scare it away, and it's not doing anything. The snake doesn't care. Okay, so it gets up to the base of the pole that the birdhouse is on it. It pokes its head up and it starts to climb up the pole because rat snakes are really good at climbing. And so I run over to the edge of the porch. I yell, they can stay on the porch because I don't want them to mess with the snake or anything. I run over and grab a long stick with like a forked end and get the snake down off of the pole and push it away. And it gets the idea that I'm a lot bigger than it and right. it doesn't want to mess with me. If I'm out. And it just starts slithering off into the woods to find something else to eat. And I help the birds save their nest. Cool. Yeah. Seems like they had it covered. That no, that 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 snake. You messed didn't have with nature. I did, but I I I. Oh, it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I for one think that as the eco director, you know, you have the power to control, you know, the nature. <laughs> That's true. Why didn't you just like do your little? Well, I bet I bet he rigged it. He <laughs> yeah, you know, he just I wanted to seem like the hero. Yeah, because so um, Ethan Rose was with me just to help me watch the class, right? And he said it was like something out of a Nat Geo documentary, seeing the the birds defending their nests. It was, it was so like, he definitely. Said you see the bluebirds defending their nest from the black rat snake. And then Seth comes and along. Then, ah, <laughs> sorry, little snake. Yeah, see, because those, they live in the birdhouse that's right there on my watch. I feel responsible for them. If, you know, if it's just like a wild and bird nest out in the trees, in a, then, you know. They live fine. in a bird's nest on your watch? No, on like on my watch, like I'm watching them. You have them. a bird's nest on that, your watch? <laughs> have you never heard this expression before? No, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your watch. I don't see a bird's nest. <laughs> yeah, right I don't, there. I don't one, see one either. 131 bird nest. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really yeah, that cool. Sound cool. And they, they were saying, well, why, why did you, because uh, one of them, one of the kids did try to help me by like, they picked up a little rock and threw it and they missed the snake. But I told them, don't throw anything at the snake. This is, this is also my friend. I just want to stop it from eating my other friends. Right. Okay. Yeah, as you and do. so, yeah. And, um, and then they were like, well, then why are you messing with it? And I said, well, because I, I, I don't want it to eat the, the bluebird eggs. And, you know, he needs to go find something else to eat that's not in my birdhouse. Yeah, he probably came back that night. No, no, they're still there. We saw them this morning. 
That's what he wants you to do. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a snake. <laughs> a snake outfit. in a bird costume. <laughs> um, we did. Um, I, so I have this app that tells me what birds I'm hearing. Okay. Like if you cool. if you hear a bird and you can record it and then the app will tell you what bird it is from the song. And I had one kid ask me, what if they're all mockingbirds and they're just wearing different costumes? Oh, <laughs> because mockingbirds, mockingbirds like, will imitate other birds' right. sounds. I, I will <laughs> say, every time I have seen you use this app... It has not worked. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no, granted, I've not like been with you on all the eco tours yeah. and everything. So, but every time I've seen you use it, you've been trying so hard to get it to work, and well, it's just not. And every it says time. like alligator. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it okay. just doesn't even so get I, that far. This you know? morning I did bird study, and we did hear plenty of different kinds that it identified, like the Carolina wren, which is very common on camp, the cardinal, goldfinch, uh, and some other things like that, the chickadee. Uh, we heard all those. But at one point, I was trying. I had heard one thing that was different, and I was holding it up, and I was trying to get it. But all it was picking up was the wrens and the cardinals. And there were also lots of insects buzzing. And so sometimes I just want those insects to like shut up because I'm trying to use your telekinesis. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. actually. This is not real, Hayden. I can't make them. Uh, I wish I could. There's thirty birds no. outside the window right now. <laughs> They're sitting here waiting for you to come back outside. It's kind but, of scary, honestly. It's like that movie, you know. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Are there are there multiple movies where there's like birds that like yes. the horror movie you know? I don't know horror movie. Yeah, 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 that one. Anyway, I wouldn't watch with, that. One. With um, when you're using the app and it listens and it hears one of the birds, it'll light up which bird it is when it like it'll like the bird glows. It'll, it'll list all of them on the app and whichever one it's currently hearing will like flash yellow oh, okay. or something like that. And all of a sudden, while I'm making this recording, Canada goose just pops up <laughs> on it, and it never flashed yellow; it just popped up. And I'm pretty sure I know what geese sound like, yeah. and I did not hear a goose. And we were right by the wolf campsite, and we went in there and looked out on the lake. There's no geese here. I don't. I don't know why. So sometimes it does. It doesn't show up a weird thing like that, and I'm not yeah. sure if it's if it just heard some weird noise or if it's interesting. Just, There's a lot of cool yeah. apps out there for. Yeah, cool it things. is a good app though. It's called Merlin. If you want to get it, yeah. not sponsored. It's free. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's actually kind of cool, Sean. Yeah. So, when is Sean? What is your experience with this app that you don't like it apparently? <laughs> I, I, I won't say I don't like it. I'll just say that every... It's just that every time I've been with Zeph... You know, that's what it is. Every time I'm around Zeph, I guess it just doesn't work or something, you know? Maybe. So, I guess whenever I'm not there with you on the Eco Tour, it, it does work. Oh. You know, I don't have that Eco magic because I've right, never right. really been on the Eco program. The, the only time I have taught an Eco class is... Well, actually, I think we're going to talk about this later. Unless, do we want to get into? You know, no, we've still got about we still got about ten minutes. Well, we okay, have, we can. If he has, mul it looks like he has multiple camp stories. We might want to start oh, the interview early. I do. I do. Go ahead. Um, you can be our guest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can tell an early camp story right now. So about so, your eco class. Not not many people know this, but I'm probably one of the few staff members here who has actually worked at different camps. Whoa, so, yeah. yeah, in different countries. In different countries, yeah. Which is yes. really cool. Uh, I, I was a military brat, so I, I was in Germany for a while, and I was working at one of the camps. It no longer exists. Uh, it was called Camp Byron. Um, this was all the way back in 2015. Uh, while I was there, we, we were in what was 
Well, we called it the dining hall. It was really just a shelter. Okay. <laughs> See, we had actually been kicked out of the of the land the, the camp was oh, on. Okay. So we tried holding <laughs> the camp again at a different place. Yeah. That was the last year we, we had that camp. Oh. It was a good camp, but um, I, I was there, and uh, we were in our sort of dining hall shelter. Okay. Yep. And there was uh, one of the other staff members there. He was on the ecology uh, staff, and he, he was swinging... On, on a uh, hammock strap, something oh, you should never do. Yeah, no, yeah, never that's a really do. Bad idea. And he broke his arm. Oh, well, there you go. That's why you should never yeah. do it. Yeah. So the next day, I, I was actually a quartermaster that year, which was an interesting choice. But um, I was the quartermaster that did year. You catch many quarters. Oh, oh no. yeah. If, if you have quarters, did throw you, them at Sean too. Yeah. That that camp didn't have a trading post, so no, I I did oh, not get any right. quarters. I I just got you know. Did you hear our episode with Jerry? I did. Okay, I did. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's, but that sounds like a non-listener. <laughs> no, no there, there wasn't any quarters. And you know what? The staff, none of the staff were like on like cleaning duties or no, anything. No. So everything like fell to you. All wow. on me. Um, but then the, the camp director, he walks up to me. He's like, okay, I need you to teach this class. The class is in five minutes. Oh, my God. He oh, hands man. me the merit badge Love book. It when that this happens. is for nature. And uh, there's no lesson plan. Yeah, wow. Okay. You, you, can, you can see why when right, I came yeah. here, yeah. I, I had some very specific <laughs> things I wanted the staff to do. Oh, Sean um, is really good at making lesson plans. Oh, yes. yeah. If you want to cover for someone else's class, it better be Sean's because he'll have the most detail detailed lesson plan you've ever seen. Yeah. I, I made, and JD rejected this, I made like a five, six page lesson plan. It, it, it is, it is detailed. I okay. never, I've never used it, but yeah, yeah. No, it's so, impressive. So while we're talking about other camps, there's something I want to bring up. I was going to bring it up later, but I'll bring it up now. So on your uniform, you've got a thing that you call your man rope. Oh. And I really want to discuss the man rope. <laughs> Wait, was that the end of the story or not? It's not the end oh, of the story. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll discuss it. Act like I never said that. Okay. <laughs> you we'll, you finish your story. We'll, we'll discuss the man rope later. Anyway, man rope. so uh, I get there to the class, and uh, this is nature, and I'm not sure if any of you guys have taken the nature merit badge, but basically it involves things like you know hiking around in the woods, learning about different plants, uh, taking like uh, plaster Paris casts of uh, different animal footprints and stuff. Am I, am I getting that right, uh, Seth? We don't do the plaster casts here because that's an optional thing. Oh, okay. It is well, It is cool to do it, though. We I, just don't have the materials for it. I think, like, that was, like, one of several options, right. and we weren't yeah. able to do the other options, at least... Uh, or no, that that's the wrong thing to say. What I should say is there were other options. I didn't know how to do those right. options, so I stuck <laughs> with that one. Okay. Anyway... Uh, before that, I had been on what was Eagle Bound. We, we called it something else there. So I at least knew some things about the ecology in the area. So I looked at the Merit Badge book real fast, got a rundown on the requirements, told the kids, hey, we're going on a hike. And every day of the week we went on a hike. Yeah. I used what meager eco knowledge I knew to try to point out as many things <laughs> as we could. I tried to do the Plaster of Paris cast. 
thing was they had bought the plaster of Paris in Germany, so all the instructions were in German. <laughs> so we basically did not get a whole lot done. And and in, in the off chance that one of those kids is watching, uh, <laughs> watching uh, listening. Uh, or listening, yes, I, I am sorry. But hey, they didn't realize they were having a grand old time. So, uh, so what year would this have been? This would have been 2015. Wow, okay. Just, so that's actually not too far. Yeah, yeah the, the year before I, I came to work here. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, if the plaster of Paris was brought in Germany, why wasn't it called plaster of Berlin? Oh, that's a that's a good point. Probably because I can't read German. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just figured it out. So. He oh, just guessed. Now this is podcasting. Yeah, that was, okay. okay. This it could have been flower is... for all I know. <laughs> just with a bunch of kids and flour and water. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's oh, why man. it didn't work. Oh. This, this, this is a great episode. Let's talk oh, about the man rope now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to talk about... Okay, wait. So there's something I want to bring up. <laughs> okay, okay. While we're talking about other camps. So there's this thing on your uniform that's called, that you call your man rope. Yes. And uh, we need to discuss this. Because oh. if anybody's seen Sean, there's a rope and it's his man rope. It, it's just some 550 cord that that's it looks just like any regular right. VSA cord, and you wouldn't really notice it unless you just sort of like knew about all the different cords that are yeah. given out, and you go, wait a second, that that doesn't look like you know any of the normal VSA cords. And uh, okay, so if we rewind back all the way back to like. 2011 or 2012. I'm not even 100% sure exactly when this was. I was at a different camp. This is also a BSA camp, but this is in South Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, again, I was a military brat, so my dad was in the Army and all that. Uh, we were at a camp there. This camp was called Camp Liberty. Uh I don't even remember where it was, but South Korea, South Korea. somewhere, somewhere in South Korea. It's not told. that big. I yeah, mean, I've been told that's very specific. <laughs> yes. Um, see, at that camp, in uh, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, in the showers there, the staff had put up a a a list. It, it it said, you know, how to get, you know, it's like the man rope challenge or something like that. Okay. Basically, it listed like ten or 15 different challenges and if you did one of those challenges and succeeded the staff would give you your man rope right okay nothing weird like it just happened to be it does quite, sound like yeah, hazing, it, it just though. it just happened to be in the bathroom like it wasn't anything <laughs> weird no no it, it sounds weird but i i, I promise you that there was nothing you know that that violated right, right. anything within the you know, yeah. I, I, I'm simple, simple challenges. Is there an example of a challenge that I mean, which one did you do? So there there were a few challenges. I can't remember all of them. Right. Uh, one of them, for example, was like an arm wrestling competition. It was a, the hardest one, which a friend of mine did. Ooh. It was where one of the staff members dressed up in a ghillie suit, <laughs> ran into the woods, and after a set amount of times, you would have to find them within a set time limit. Oh, okay. oh wow. Okay. Um, I did the eye staring contest against... <laughs> Sounds it was, like it was a guy who was known to be really funny. Oh, okay. So I managed to succeed, and uh, he, he gave me my man rope. Cool, cool man. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. So for us, it would be like do the polar bear swim or something like that, something... 
So, maybe, but yeah. Maybe we should start yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's what, I've been, that's what, ever since he's told me that, because he told me like two, three years ago. Yeah. Because I, I would always ask him, what's that, what's that? Yeah. And then I've always thought that was a cool idea. Who would you have to do the eye staring contest with? Sean, obviously. Sean, actually, that might work. It would be quite that unexpected. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I've been staring at Sean this whole time and not seeing him blink once. Is <laughs> Sean a lizard person? Maybe. Anyway, Sean, what's the word of the day? The word of the day. Well, uh, the word of the day is gumption. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I heard about gumption. This is a this is a scouting themed word. Ah. Since I mean I, I am the sort of historian here. You know? Right. Um, I heard about gumption while reading the works of Daniel Beard, one of the founders of scouting here. Uncle Dan. West. Yes. He. I have an uncle named Uncle Dan. Oh, also. that's true. Is, is your uncle the one of the? No, <laughs> it's not that. It's a different. It's it's my uncle Dan. He's not the uncle Dan. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I read about Gumption in, in one of his books. He he actually uses the word in several of his books. Um, he he argues that people need gumption and and gumption does anyone want to take a guess what that means i know i recognize it you recognize i'm gonna let you define it okay i'll let you define (laughs) um well at least if you look it up um it could mean initiative resourcefulness aggressiveness and common sense which i would like to point out is very similar but but slightly different than be prepared yeah which I think I think is very important because when we hear be prepared, you know, we think, oh, you know, I I, I think a lot of scouts when they hear it, they think, oh, I need to have like my sunscreen right, and all right. my like different Pencil stuff. And paper. Yeah, every class. You know, be prepared with stuff. But right. I think everyone always forgets it also means you need to be like mentally prepared. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what gumption is basically about is being mentally prepared. You know. Yeah. Knowing what you need to know, being resourceful, having the initiative. So, so maybe we need to change the scout motto. Be gump. <laughs> Is there an <laughs> adjective form of gumption? Gumptional. Gumptional. <laughs> there, I think Zeph, you have invented a new so, word. So I be gumptional. I am very gumptional. <laughs> yeah. But I, I still think the beaver. I think you combine the two. Yeah. Be, be gumptional prepared. Be gumptionally prepared. Oh, there you go. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, resourceful common sense with some some sort of like strength. Gung-ho, like, yeah. yeah. Gumption, the word makes me feel like there's strength to it. Like, yeah. like moxie, kind of. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a nice, yeah. you know, aggressive word little word there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that was great. Yeah. What's yeah. the joke of the day? Do you have a joke for us? I, I do not have oh, a joke. Right, okay. so my my to, joke was rejected. Yeah. We're going to have to cover for the jokes. Is that, do you have do you a joke? Have, do you have a joke? I, I well, do have a joke. Okay. I think. If I can find it. Hold okay. on. Okay. If you don't want to turn your phone on, I mean, I can, I can use one. I, have one. I have one left in my reserves currently. So, I don't know if I want to use it. <laughs> because I, I don't... Like, I thought when we started this, I thought that it would be fairly easy. Like, whenever I heard a joke that made me laugh, I just write it down and I keep a long running list and eventually. But I always, I never remember to do that. Oh. So. Never I've, got, I've got either, you could either use your joke. Okay. Or I've got two bad jokes. But, well, I don't that know that equal, mine is particularly good either. Equal, it made me equal, laugh. But oh, like, okay. Okay. Well, then, then well, I'll save my two jokes then. Okay. Because mine are definitely not going to make anybody laugh. Okay. I, I, I mean, I don't know if this will either. It's kind of a, like, a, it's a dad joke. Okay. Sure. Well, okay. maybe we'll yeah. tell it in yeah. another one, but we'll, we'll see. see. 
What's the best way to burn a thousand calories? What, what, what is with, the best? fire? Leave, leave a pizza in the oven too long. Ah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, so that one, that one yeah. wasn't that far. On the same, on the same, on the same line of burning calories, <laughs> what do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. Nothing, they fast. That one is better when you say it, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's see this this is what this is how we do jokes here on the Camp yeah. Davy Chronicles. We don't we don't go for the highest quality of the land. We go for the the the, the ones that, that's true. Hey, I've got one more. Okay. Oh, <laughs> go, well, you're gonna waste them all. No, no, you no, have any well, this you're not gonna be here next time. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, we were sitting in the office. Okay. And uh, you know, Peanut was walking around. Yeah. And uh, JD said, "Hey, have you seen the uh, dog ball?" And I said, "No, I didn't know he could." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Now I'm just imagining Peanut with like trying to push a <laughs> yeah, bowling ball oh, down the. <laughs> yeah, JD didn't say that, but that, it, it, I, the joke didn't make sense if I didn't rev, or, uh, relate it. To right, right, so, sure. Anyways, go ahead. <clears throat> Before JD gets mad and says, "Oh, you didn't say that." What? Oh, JD said. No, you he said he didn't say that. You said JD. Said. Yeah, I thought you said that. You said it. I don't know. We're I'm anyway. Confused. John, do you want to? Uh, okay, okay. What's your interview time? <laughs> oh, like these uh, interview questions time. Okay, here we go. What's your? So we've already kind of covered your. Your position is the assistant program director, yes. which was invented for you. Um, Apparently. Kind of, yeah. Um, I, mean, I, rem- it, it, I remember Tori asking for one before, like it, an yeah. administrative assistant. It, and it had been one. floating yeah. around. So, yeah, but it was you, officially made for you. Are you the assistant program director or are you the assistant to the program director? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, and then there's program assistant, which I heard oh, as yeah. well. What? Who's that? I, I don't know. I've just heard, all that, I've heard that phrase floating around as well. All three positions are Sean. Yeah, Sean has lots of jobs. Yeah. He's also the museum curator. Yeah. 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 So what are your previous positions you've held, and how many years have you worked on camp stuff? Are we talking about in general or just here? Um, I guess both, since you've worked at multiple. you can. I, I would like to. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Give let's, us let's just, just a quick run. Okay. Yeah, so my first year working as a camp staffer in general was 2014. That was Camp Byron. And uh, I worked there as a, well, I guess we'd call it Eagle Bound. But there they called it either Frog or Ace, which okay. Ace sounds like a cool name. Frog does not. Yeah. Hey, frogs um, are cool. Did, yeah, did that stand for something like first, it, yeah, it's like one of those requirements of gumption. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I've heard a lot of names. Like originally, when I was like early in scouting, I heard uh, first class trail, oh, okay. and, and then you know, th- there's a lot of names. But after that, 2015, I worked again at Byron, but it was in a different location, and I worked as the quartermaster. Okay. And then I came here, 2016, and I worked. It was on Scoutcraft, yeah. Uh, David Mayard, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, but he was the Scoutcraft director that year, and uh, I was just a Scoutcraft, you know, merit badge. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then 2017, that was when I became the Scoutcraft director. Wow. I remember it was at the beginning of 2017. It was that second staff meeting. I was walking toward HQ. I was on that, like, gravel path that goes off the, <clears throat> the main road, right. and I was, like, just about to step onto the porch. And Tori comes the other direction and she's like, Hey, are you 18? And I'm like, 
yes. <laughs> Do you want to be the scout? Cra-? And she was like, "Do you want to be the scoutcraft yeah. director or something?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> that, and, that's uh, pretty much how it happened with me too. I mean, a little bit more in advance, but basically they were just like, "Hey, we really need someone to be the scoutcraft director. You're a team. Will you do it?" Yep. Sure. Directors really are just told not well, specifically like, scoutcraft director. <laughs> yeah, I feel true, like yeah. is, is always the one they're looking for. Yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I feel like scoutcraft director is kind of just sort of it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, we gotta get the aquatics director, right, we right. gotta get the shooting sports director. Wait, what did we miss? <laughs> scoutcraft. Yeah, it's yeah. Always, yeah. And know what? Everyone always misses it on the evaluation sheets too. Like the only when you remember we were talking about this when I was Scoutcraft and you had been Scoutcraft we would always read the evaluation sheets and we'll, they'll put comments for the different program areas and Scoutcraft if it says anything at all it'll just say good yeah <laughs> yeah it really does yeah my yeah. the best evaluation that I remember was the one for Eco and it just said snake yeah <laughs> I remember that one yeah but, yeah, yeah if, we, if you're <laughs> if you're coming back to camp next year and you're either a scout master or you know a senior patrol leader and and you get that evaluation sheet you know you you could write very good scoutcraft. <laughs> that that would right, be pretty yeah, fancy. Right. So, see, I think part of the problem is no one knows what scoutcraft is. I don't what, know what, what scoutcraft <laughs> means. I was the scoutcraft director, and on because because you think about it, like yeah. you think you know what it means. You know, it's like scout right. skills, right? Right. But then you get to camp and you look at all the merit badges that are under scoutcraft, and like for a while there was golf, yeah. and you know there's 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 all these random merit badges. It is whatever we can't put into any other category <laughs> that. It's Except I feel like this year a lot of that's been moved to STEM. That's yeah, true. Golf and chess and all that are under, like, STEM has a whole game track. They have chess, golf, and game design. Right. And, like, Scoutcraft seemed to have mostly, like, Scout skillsy stuff. Craft so, stuff, yeah. yeah. And, well, even Handicraft is actually under STEM, which right. would make more sense to be Scoutcraft because that's craft in the name. But right. I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a lowly ecology man. Yeah. Anyway. You snake. 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 So, what's your, um, yeah. So, you've been on Camp Davy Crockett staff for six years? Seven years. Is it six years? 2016 was 16, my first 17, year. Seven years. Yes. Yeah. The, the last two have been when I was assistant program. So, I, yeah. I was scout craft for four years. Yeah. Um, right. So, okay. Next question. What troop or troops have you been in and how many years in scouting have you been in? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that is no. a very complicated. I, I imagine it is. And what countries oh. were each troop in? Okay, um, <laughs> let's start from the very beginning, a rolling very good place all to the start. way back to like two thousand six. Oh uh, man. I was in first grade because I don't remember these by like how old I was or like any of that. Um, I was in Japan. Ooh, this would have been. Camp Zama, in case any of you actually know where that is. Yeah, Japanese listeners out there, you know. Yeah, or like military, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I would have. I don't even remember the troop number now. Wow. Or the, no, it would be it would pack, be the pack. pack yeah. yeah, I don't even remember now, but uh, I do remember that was when I started. So <laughs> then I would have. I would have moved to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and that's when I crossed over there. I don't. I don't even. Someone knows the council. It's like yeah. Fort Bragg, Fayetteville area, and I don't even remember the troop number either. Wow. Because I just constantly <laughs> move around. I, I've had a lot of tr- troops and packs and stuff that I've had to keep up with. But um, that was actually the first time I would have gone to summer camp, too. It was one of the summer camps locally in that area. In, but oh, okay. Fort Bragg, yeah. yeah. But then I would have moved to 
It was Turkey and the troop there. He lived in Turkey too. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he literally lived I, in all the cool I knew places. you lived in Germany, Japan, and Korea, but I didn't know you lived in Turkey. Yeah, I would have been no. in Turkey. Do they eat a lot of turkey over there. <laughs> oh, you know, strangely, no, <laughs> no, they, they do not. Um, it's very strange. They, they yeah. eat a lot of uh, beef and a lot of chicken. Well, it's not called beef or chicken. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's called turkey. <laughs> and now Which they changed the name again. The though. country or the bird? Which was named first? Huh? Anyway, well, that's, a, that's a question for another time. Maybe we'll tell you on the next episode. Yeah, there you go. Um, the, tr- the, the, the troop there had folded, so I, th- I think technically I might be entitled to a, a founder's patch because we basically <laughs> uh, refounded that uh, troop there and, and just sort of started it from scratch. It was like me and my dad. Of course, see, the problem with that was I had just crossed over and then moved there. So I had like no real scout skills or leadership skills or anything. So it was just me and a couple of friends, all like scout rank or tenderfoot rank, just trying to figure things out, I guess, which, which made things interesting. (laughs) Um, Try starting a a troop from like absolutely nothing. It's, it's weird. The, The one good thing about that was the troop, originally had like a whole bunch of supplies like cooking stuff you know the sort of stuff you keep in a trailer and that was still around so we we didn't start like completely from scratch okay well that's good yeah uh then i moved to korea i do remember that that was troop 87 we were the best troop in the entire country. Well, wow. there were only like five troops. But we were the best. Um, most most people have not seen this, but I have this hat. It's, it's like this really nice mm-hmm. brown sort of, um, not cowboy hat, but sort of uh, wide brim fedora kind of hat. Oh, is this the one you wear all the time? Yes. Okay, okay. I got that when I was in that troop. All oh. of us had that hat. Nice. That's we really were cool. the spiffiest, like, best troop. Awesome. That actually we, was really cool. When we went to, like, uh, Klondike or whatever, we won all the competitions. We uh, had those like hats us. on. <laughs> you know, we were the best. I yeah, we know. never had the hats, though. Yeah, I didn't you know got, the story yeah. behind the hat, though. That's cool. That's, that's really cool. It still fits you after your life. It, it still fits me. Wow. Now, you yeah. say there were only five troops in the country. You mean BSA troops? Yep, yep. Or, yeah, BSA. I, and these are all BSA, by the way. These yeah. are or not although i did meet lots of international scouts along the way of course but yeah so so after korea (laughs) oh after korea germany yeah that would have been there wasn't another hidden country in there i didn't know about and uh, i don't remember the number again so i'm I'm sorry but uh this troop yeah this would have been one of the first troops actually that uh was founded in Germany. I unfortunately do not remember the number, but it would have been in Wiesbaden, uh, Germany. And uh, that would have been where I got my Eagle Scout in 2014 wow, cool. as well. It's, it's kind of weird because as part of your Eagle Scout, I don't know if anyone knows this, you are kind of expected to like upkeep your your Eagle Scout project. Yeah, I, I, actually, <laughs> I have actually no way to do that. And, and just fly to Germany. It's not uh, that hard. Of course, no. you know, I need to get a plane ticket just <laughs> yeah, to go see Every month or two. Honestly, I, my, my Eagle Scout project is, is not really... Uh, what was it? Yeah, I was about to say, okay, what was it? so it sounds really amazing. And then you look at it, and it just looks kind of sad looking. Okay. Um, so, okay. Let me describe the premise. The premise okay. is that it is a bug hotel that's supposed to protect ground nesting bees in a uh, former U.S. Air Force like 
base that had been given back to the to Germany, and, and now there were these endangered ground nesting bees that uh, this bug hotel was trying to protect. A bug hotel, by the way. You can sometimes see them in like general stores. They're like blocks of like wood. Maybe they're shaped like a house. They got little holes drilled into them. Maybe there might be some pine cones in another section of it. Little bugs live in them. Basically, these ground nesting bees were supposed to use it and, you know, it'd be great and everything. Okay, so we even decided it was going to be made out of reused materials. So, like, this sounds like an amazing project. So, like, we found a a base for, like, a fish tank, and we we mounted the thing on it. It was made from, like, old pallet wood and you know it sounds amazing it looked terrible because like we couldn't paint it because like the the odors and stuff from the paint would mess with the insects yeah but i mean it's functional that that's right. the point right. that yeah. is functional after we we put it down i it was time to move and i've never seen it again <laughs> did you have pictures with it I do have pictures oh, of it. Okay. I, I don't know where those pictures are, though. I will see if I can oh, eventually get them to I, you. I am interested. If we can get them from you and put them on Instagram, it would be pretty cool. Yes. It would be cool. Yes, it would be cool. First right. ever Sean Sakoni picture on Instagram. But, ah. but then I moved back here, and uh, that was the summer of 2015, and uh, my dad retired. I joined Troop uh, 112, and uh, I've been here ever since. This is awesome. actually the longest I've ever lived in one place wow. before. Wow. Okay. Don't speak too soon. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's please true. don't leave us. I, yeah. I am currently trying to apply for jobs. In, in Are you German? Or? No. <laughs> the search is starting to expand oh. quite wide, so oh, no. we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, Sean, what is your? We, we might have to uh, we might have to speed through some of these questions because yeah. we're going a, a bit long. But that's I mean that's okay. It's been really really fun. Um, what is your favorite campsite and your favorite program shelter? On okay. this camp. On this camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dining hall shelter at Germany doesn't count. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I will say I feel like my my answer for campsite may change slightly depending on like where these new shower houses may go. Oh, true. But my, my old favorite would be Wolf. It's just very nice there out on yes. the lake. Wolf is a nice one. I yes. have spent a lot of time at Wolf this week that I normally haven't because we've gone there with the nature hikes and stuff, and it is really, really peaceful. Yeah, it is. I, once I go there with the groups, I never want to leave, and they don't either. Like, Until a storm blows in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was the other question? Program shelter. Program shelter. That one's a little bit of a tougher one. Uh, it might just end up being Fred's place because yeah. it is definitely, at this point in time, the nicest shelter. I, I will oh, say, yeah. by the way, Hayden, archery, that, that shelter there is, is a, is a no, close contender a, a now, that, mm-hmm. now that you've got that range yeah. up. But, but um Definitely Fred's place. But now, Freddy's place has a concrete floor. That is true. We I, don't have a concrete floor. Yeah. I walked up there like week four this week, and I had never actually walked up to the shelter this yeah. whole summer. Last year, I taught there, and I walked up and saw the concrete and was like shocked because I didn't even know it was put there. Yeah, that's not right. even its final state either. It's not. What else no, are they adding to it? They're supposed to put like a, a, a full like backsplash like uh, pizza oven kind of deal. Oh my it's, gosh. It's just going to keep getting Fred's place might become what, the default obvious answer for this. What, yeah. what shelter in camp can say we have a pizza oven? <laughs> not anyone else. Okay, Sean, favorite Marvel movie? Okay, so... Um, I'm going to have to give a bit of a default answer, at least I feel like, but okay. just sort of out of nostalgia and everything. I'm going to have to go with the Avengers simply because oh, no, that's good. Th- that was sort of the moment where I was like, wow, it's all coming together because, <laughs> you know, I'd watch like the Iron right. Man and the Hulk and all that. And then I'd see, oh, 
Right. Wow, this is actually, you know, the whole multiverse thing. You know? Well, yeah, well, really you, you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Back, back then, it was a novelty to see yes. different characters on the screen together. Now, like, people expect it, and it, it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what, what's your favorite dining hall food? Dining hall food. Okay. <sighs> Am I allowed to do Wednesday luncheon? Uh, Probably sure, not. I guess. Well, it's not really. It's not a dining yeah. hall food. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was cooked in the dining hall. Mm-hmm. Well, the, this <laughs> last year's or this year's wasn't. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I did like though, as far as the Wednesday luncheon goes, back like two, three years mm-hmm. ago, we we had that like what was it that pork? Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the like uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what to call it. What What was it called? Now I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I should have wrote, wrote that down, but it was like this pork, like uh, cooked pork thing. Yeah, like pork it was, tenderloin or something. Oh, that's what it was, tenderloin. Yeah, and it was just, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, but that that really doesn't count, though, does, right. does it? Yeah. Um, I would probably be split between the cherry blossom chicken. Okay, yeah, that which one. we do need to talk about here in a second. Yeah, and what was the other one? It might be like, not the roast beef, no. The, uh, roast pretty, beef is decent. It, it is pretty good. Um, I don't remember what the other one is off the top of my head. What, yeah. what were like some of the different favorites of the past? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> well, I the, don't, pe- the pizza boats were the like personal pizzas. Back in the day, yeah. Oh, those, those were good. Yeah. I always, I, I don't know, the, the pizzas were a bit of a mixed bag for me because true. sometimes I get the pizza <clears> and it was like, okay, so the bottom was crust. The middle was like fiery hot lava (laughs) tomato sauce, like half an inch thick, and then just like a sprinkle of cheese, just like a layer of cheese. That's that's why I always called them the pizza boat because like you knew you're gonna buy it. This like yeah, lava hot was just gonna pour out. Yeah, normally I don't like pizza that has like a lot of sauce and not that much cheese, but those I really like. Those those good, so. Yeah. Since since we're we're talking about it, after four weeks or five weeks, I guess because I wasn't here one week, four weeks of begging, Lori, our dining hall manager, she finally was able to get an order of cherry blossom chicken in, and so last night, which would have been Thursday night, we had the best meal at camp, and uh, it was amazing. I got to take the extra spring rolls. Yep. And I got to take the extra chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, staff got seconds and the campers didn't, but it's all right. Um, but it was great. Like I, I, it brought back memories that I oh. never even knew I had. Oh, last gone year. By. Yeah. Last year. Oh, yeah. Last year. Gone yeah. By. One year. <laughs> and now Lori did say that it'll probably be the only time we ever can have it again because they that's stopped, true uh, they stopped making it yeah, yeah the chicken supplier I, I, stopped making chicken so. <laughs> I had not heard of this I assume it was the sauce that they stopped making. I don't know I don't know anyway, but how, they how were, did you get it yeah well because she was able to find it. The, the problem was she wasn't able to find it for that many people during a summer camp right and so this time because there were fewer people she still was afraid that we weren't going to have enough but she went ahead and did anyways because I begged and pleaded yeah but we had enough, so yeah, cool. we, we we had some at least. So okay, next question. Well, this week could be a long one. Um, favorite camp story or one of your favorite camp stories? There, there's probably two. You might have to just pick one. You know, I'll go with the short one. We, okay. we seem to be running low on time here. Uh, 
One day, I was walking into Fred's office. You know, this would have been back in like maybe 2018 or something. Fred's okay. office, by the way, is, is currently the office me and Mike are in. Right. Um, I, I think it says administration on the door, which is kind of confusing because there's the like the... The one outside. It's the one inside the hallway of headquarters yeah. on the left. Yes, yes. Uh, I walked into his office. This was before the renovation and everything. Um, he was just in there. Uh, Art was not in there at the time. And uh, I walked in there. Art was the business manager? Yes, yeah. Art was the business manager back a little while ago. Um, I walked in there to ask him a question, uh, uh, Fred. And, and I was talking to him. I, at least I started talking right. to him. And then one of the fluorescent like light fixtures <laughs> on the ceiling just fell right on the floor, just like smashed into a bazillion pieces. And Fred just did not move an inch. Cool as a cucumber. He was just still sitting in the chair, staring at me and not changed eye contact whatsoever. And I'm like, I I'm in shock. Like this thing had fallen right directly behind him. And you know, I, I, I didn't even remember like what I wanted to talk about and all that. I'm just like, Fred, like, are you okay? And he's like, it's okay. It's happened earlier. Like, no, no, that's that's not the normal response I'd want to give. <laughs> just, oh oh, I like that this has happened earlier. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, and by the way, like I'm in that office now, and both last year and this year, I have repeatedly looked up at that ceiling at those lights. I know uh Pop Tart's dad has gone in and right. like changed them all out completely, but I'm still looking at them just thinking, you know, one of these days it's just gonna fall. Just gonna fall. That's true. And I we, we were looking at the ceiling the other day, and this is how closely Sean looks at the ceiling. <laughs> So me and Caleb had went up to fix some uh, cable, and I had hit a nail back through the ceiling, and it was like a tiny little nail. And uh, the next day, or like Sean comes back, and he's like, "Is that nail always been sticking out of the ceiling?" <laughs> so that's how closely he looks at it. He, he, he's not taking any chances. <laughs> yeah. If you ever drop by the office and I'm there, I, I will point you the changes that have occurred to that ceiling. <laughs> he's got them dated. Yeah. So here's their question from the previous guest, Tate Weber. He wanted to know what is your favorite animal and what's your least favorite animal? Ooh. Okay. So I'm not too good at picking favorites. So one of these <laughs> answers might not be too good. But um, for a favorite am animal, I'm just going to go for a rabbit. I, okay. I do, oh, I do yeah. own a rabbit. Yeah. You do. It's yeah. a big old rabbit. It is a big little chunky little yeah. boy. I didn't yeah. know you owned a rabbit. Yeah, I can show you later. You can put it on the, you know. Oh, yeah. On Instagram? Yeah. Whole, yeah. Like, Sean's whole life on Instagram. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, I'm going to go with rabbit. Uh, for least favorite i don't know what this animal is called yeah okay <laughs> um okay so when i was in korea right okay i was in the bathroom do, doing number two <laughs> it sounds bad but okay, okay. so I, I was sitting there doing studied his man rope yeah challenges and see above me in, in that house there was uh one of those crawl space like oh, yeah. hatches okay oh yeah okay so i look up and there is this centipede like okay and this is not like a normal east tennessee centipede yeah yeah like it's not like all body with just a little bit of little itty bitty legs no yeah. this is the opposite way around so it's a little itty bitty body with a whole lot of legs oh, like right. legs that go up over the body and then back down so it's oh, just all That's legs scary. this is just legs yeah. moving around you yeah. don't even see the like the little spindly oh. body so he pops out of the ceiling falls directly on oh, the floor in gosh. front of me and he just like i killed 
killed that thing. I, I was scared. Like, that is not something anyone should experience in their life. And I, I've seen that, those, those kind of little things other times there, but I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> well, it at, at least all. you know you don't like it. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you've had some pretty bad experiences with things falling off. <laughs> you know, You might yeah. want to watch out. <laughs> Did I mention that story about the the, uh, the the staff member breaking their arm? There's a second half to that. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you did. So when I came here in 2016, there, there was a staff member named Daniel Eckert. Daniel, if, yeah, you did the same if you were If you were watching this or listening to this, Daniel, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so we were there in the trading post shelter, and he was not like – Swinging, but he was on a table. There were there were hammock straps. So those those strange similarities. I didn't yeah. realize until after the fact. And he falls down and hurts himself. And uh, this time, I, I did not have to teach a class after that. But I, I remember, and, and Daniel, he 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 misunderstood what I was going for here. <laughs> See, he he hurt himself, and one of the other staff members there was doing first aid and all that. And from my first aid training, I knew if there were too many people surrounding someone's doing first aid, you know, you need to get right, away from right. the area, right? So I'm trying to be sensible. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to staff camp. You know, <laughs> what I was trying to do was just leave the area, to, you know, not have a whole bunch of people crowding around. Right. So <laughs> apparently Daniel... And, and the optics of this were not too great in retrospect. Daniel's interpretation of the situation was he, he falls and hurts himself. And then I go, all right, I'm heading back to staff camp. <laughs> Which, yeah, in retrospect, that, that probably didn't quite come out the way I meant it to, you know. But the fact that that happened more or less twice in a row just... Right, and we, we can confirm Daniel had broken his arm as well. Oh, okay. So, yes, Does Sean won't know because he, he left. <laughs> I, I left, sorry. But, but I've been told. Um, he was fine. Yeah. I met him later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still see him. He's, he, he was at ETSU. Yeah, I met him at ETSU this year. So um, what is your question for our next guest? Okay. If you could have your dream job here at Ooh, camp. At camp, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what would that dream job be? You know, you could even imagine like camp has limitless resources for your job. Ooh. You know, what would you want to do? Interesting. Okay. Interesting question. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, the one last. This is kind of. This is gonna be kind of rapid fire. But doors or wheels? You remember this argument? Doors. 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 What? No. Are, are we thinking like door? Which one's best? No. Which one are there more of in the world? Oh, if I, if I want to think which one's best, I'm going to go with doors. <laughs> okay. If I want to go with whether there are more doors or wheels, I would have to go with, I would be on team wheels. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, I thought you were incorrect there for a second. No, sorry. Uh, I, I misunderstood. <laughs> <'cause>, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hayden, did you have any staff quotes this time? I did not. No. Okay. I, I think I only had a, a couple, but I'm going to just go ahead and do them real quick. So right. here's here's my first staff quote. It is really comfortable concrete. Oh, it is really comfortable car Alex. I'm going with Alex. And there's a reason why, but I'll tell you more. Okay. 
Maybe someone on aquatics, I feel like. Kind of feels like an aquatics. Or, or like pool. Yeah. yeah. Specifically pool. Uh, who was Why it? were you thinking it was Alex? Okay, so we had just talked about Friends Place yeah. Concrete, yeah. and I knew that you were up there this week. Right. Well, it was Ethan Rose. Oh, close he was, he was. It was on the porch of the headquarters. Oh, okay. He was like on, like on the floor right. porch. He was just like... Little, yeah, almost napping. Day. See, the good thing about this week is I know none of these will be Clayton because he was with me all week. Oh, yeah, so okay, okay. So, here's this is the only other one I have. I don't know how much good it'll do, but I guess I'll try and nuke the moon again. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's this sounds like a nerd thing to say, and so we're gonna go with Aaron. No, was, she wouldn't say that. I, I know she wouldn't say it, but I want to just give that answer anyway. Just sort of, yeah, she would I want, want to. her to say it. Yeah. I mean, she's a literal rocket scientist, yeah. so it's like you kind of have to give that answer. Right. Yeah. It was Daniel Rose. Yeah, okay. we, I knew it was one of the nerds. Yeah. we were playing Risk Twenty Two Ten, in oh. which you can go to the moon, and there are also nukes. Oh, so he okay. was going to try nuking me on the moon. Yeah. So just <laughs> just to be uh, clarify real quick, I'm not being mean. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, Aaron, Stephen, and Dan call themselves the Nerd Squad. And me. Wait, did I? I said Daniel, you, Dan. You said da- Daniel. Oh, Daniel, Stephen, Aaron, and Dan, and me. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. You, but they we're, call we're themselves the Nerd School. The Nerd Council. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Got to put the title right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not being mean. That's just what they call themselves. Yes. And it's true. Yeah. So, okay, thought of the day. Yes. So, um, we had a couple kids here this week that um, had interesting names. Okay. Okay. So, my thought of the day is anytime you meet a new person, you can tell them any name and they just assume it's your name. Right. Okay. So, like, if I had never met Sean, I am, you know, of course, my name's Hayden. I could walk up and tell him my name's Dave, and he would just, out of trust for me saying that I'd go the road, he would I, just do when, it. When I'm at like Taco Bell and ask for a name for the order, I do say Dave. Do you really? Yeah, Why? because it's easier than trying and then having to spell my real name. Why don't you just say Zeph? Because the people like will be like, "What?" And you know, I have a conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I need to borrow your strategy, Seth, for <laughs> yeah. reasons we have mentioned previously. Oh, oh, Sean reasons because the right S E A M. It's yes. easier to spell. <laughs> so no, I, there's a conspiracy. Chick Fil A. Yeah. Anytime, and I don't know that I just pronounce it weird, but anytime I go to Chick Fil A, they ask for a name, right? And I say Hayden. Mm. They always. I have. I have never got Hayden. See, this they is why always, I have to say a simple name. They like have always got Jaden, Aiden, <laughs> Kate. Literally any name but Hayden. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to put Frank on it. One time. <laughs> I'm going to be like, that's it. But yeah, you could. People trust you so much. Is my thought of just like the simple things that you go up and tell them. Yeah, because why would you lie about your name? Exactly. So I'm going to start telling people Except my name. Fast food convenience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a also, the reason that I say Dave is because I started it when I was coming here during the summer and I'm wearing the shirt that says Camp Davy Crockett so I was like I'm, I'm Davy Crockett Dave. <laughs> that's such a you thing to do I bet you never expected you get some life advice here on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp if, you, Davey if you have a name that's hard to spell just tell them and they're at the fast food place and they need a name for you just say Dave or Bob, I would go with Ben or, or Joe yeah I would, no, I would go with Ben Ben's probably the easiest Ben is a good name yeah or Jim yeah, That's but Ben Ben's easy to pronounce. Yeah, or like three Mary, letter. or if you're a girl, obviously, yeah, you know, get get some. No, yeah. always go. Ben. Just, I mean, they can't question you anyway. Yeah, what are you, you going to do? Lie yeah. about it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That's not your name. <laughs> you're at Chick Fil A. Like, yeah. I don't believe you. What's your real name? So. Yeah. But yeah, that's my thought of the day. People are okay. keep trusting. <laughs> so I'm going to start questioning everybody. 
<laughs> All right. Well, Sean, anything else to add for the good of the cause? No, no, I, I don't think I got anything else. By the way, I do have some more stories. Of, I, I think I'll save those for another time. Yeah, maybe we'll, we might have yeah. a, we'll have a bonus episode someday. Maybe. I don't know. We should bring Sean on again. This was awesome, yeah. though. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. One more thing about Sean, though. This year at Campfire, Sean did the snail cheer. Oh, yeah. Which we kind of pressured him into doing it. But we got it on video. I will tell We did? Yes. You need to send it to me so I can put it on YouTube. Yes. It was the best snail cheer that I've ever seen. And I mean, that's some really high praise because I saw Brandon Brombach do the snail cheer. And mm-hmm. he was really good at it, too. It um, was. Yeah, it yeah. was. I mean, it's some close competition there. But I I mean, Sean, I got to tell you, I loved your snail cheer. Thank you. Big fan. Thank big you. fan. Yeah. Worked, worked real hard on it. I thought about yeah. it for a good, like, minute. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The minute that you were doing it. Yeah. No, no. I, I thought about it for a minute before I oh, wow. went up there. There to, you go. So, you know. Well, yeah, had to psych himself up. Yeah. Yep. So make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Camp Davy Chronicles. We've got pictures from the whole summer. We did play volleyball again last night. I got some pictures. It's from true. That. Staff one. Staff one. Staff versus staff. And staff one. Oh, and staff one. It was I don't close know. Close game though. <laughs> Would that count on the record? So now staffs won more than they've lost. Yep, we've won more than we've lost. <laughs> hey. Um, follow yeah. us on. Subscribe to YouTube so you can see Sean Snail cheer, and. Wait, uh, you, you filmed this? Yeah, you said yes, it. Yes, this is news to me. Yeah, we have well, put you it, just yeah. said that, Sean. Oh, you yeah. just oh, said sorry, it. Sorry. I'm going to put it on YouTube. Um, and then He's what else? His life Twitter has extra staff quotes at yep. Baby Chronicles. And then subscribe on whatever you're listening to and keep listening. Next week, because on the last episode, I forgot to even say what the next episode was going to be. So next week is Weeblos Camp. Hayden's going to be at NOAC in Knoxville, which is the National Order of the Arrow Conference. Yeah, so that means you guys get a special guest yeah, host. Yeah, we're going to have another special guest host and another special guest, and I don't know who either of them is yet. That's true. But we'll find out. Put all the hats in a name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that next cool. Monday, tune in for our Weeblos Camp episode, and then the week after that will be our final uh, summer camp season episode, which will be a summer recap with JD again. And we will bring the results of, he is going to tell us all who was more correct on the camp predictions. And we'll just talk about the highlights of the summer with him. And then after that, we'll go back to our uh, every other week schedule. Yep. And uh, Hayden will get to tell me what happened at NOAC. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I hope you guys had a fun time listening because I had a really fun time with this episode. Sean, you enjoyed it. I yeah. did. I yeah. did. Had a fun time speaking. Now that we're in the end of the episode, I can tell you what I thought was funny in the whole episode. Yeah. So Sean spoke to the mic the entire episode, and when he got mad at the audience, he pointed at it. <laughs> so, Wait, yeah, you, he I have been like just yeah, yes, that's true. He has been pointing into the microphone when he says like you guys listening or yeah. like Daniel Eckert if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. So pointing. so just just know that you are the microphone. Okay. Now that he can't be self conscious, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. I'm also, I'll say one of the best things about talking with Sean is his facial expressions, which yes, sadly sure. you can't see. Yeah. But you can, yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's a great day to be a scout at Camp Davy Sean. Bye. Camp Davy Chronicles. It's a